You are listening to Caring Connected Conversations, and I'm Sydney, one of your hosts. I'm Angie, your other host. Each week, Sid and I will carry on conversations about physical, mental, and spiritual wellness. We will share our personal experiences and thoughts in a raw and inviting way. We hope to inspire you on your personal growth journey as we share tips, wisdom, and guidance around self-healing, self-growth, and most importantly, self-love. We want to connect on a deeper level, and what better way than through conversation. We hope this opens new doors for you to connect to the people in your life by carrying on our conversations. Now, let's get connected. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Carrying Connected Conversations. This episode is going to be so, so fun, mainly because we are recording episode 28 on the 28th of July. So pretty neat already in itself. And this episode is also going to be so interesting because we are going to give you so much content. So if you do not have a pen and paper near you, make sure that you re-listen to this episode when you do, because we are going to give you every single tip and trick and insight that we have to help you reshift your focus on living in the present rather than dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. So before we get into anything further, Sydney, how are you? I am doing so, so, so good, and I am so excited to jump into this episode and share with everyone. It is just jam-packed with information, so let's get into it. Hey, Ange. So it's been a couple days since we've caught up, uh, as you know for sure, and probably a lot of the listeners listeners know as well. I was away for three days, completely out of service. So what's been going on in your life since we last chatted? Update me. Yeah, I love it. So kind of quite a bit, actually. I say quite a bit and it might actually be nothing, but who knows? (laughs) Um, I've been, I want to say like moving things around in my physical space, which is helping me declutter my mind a little bit because lately I've been feeling a little stressed out not like overly, but enough for me to notice it. And uh, so as I was moving some things around, um, I know our listeners can't see this unless it's the, the card reading portion, but right behind me, I have my quote board and I have another one here in front of me and I ended up changing them. Um, this one in front of me, it used to say, uh, don't create excuses. And then I have my fit and free on the bottom, but I changed it to remember your why. Because lately I've been finding myself in comparison mode, which is funny because we did talk about this a couple episodes ago. And as I was thinking about that, I changed my quote board behind me and it says, don't compare yourself to her. Because what I've been doing lately is focusing a lot on my personal life. So my relationship life. And by me putting all my attention and my focus in that area of my life, my business, I want to say, has been kind of going on the back burner. Not that it's a bad thing. But it's something that I'm acknowledging because I've always had a hard time kind of balancing my personal life with my business life with, you know, all other parts of my life. And I think this past like COVID era, like this whole since May, really like May, June, we're now the 28th recording episode 28th that I think is pretty cool. Um, Like three months into me kind of 
reprogramming who I am, I want to say. So I put the quote board up behind me. It says, don't compare yourself to her because in the past month or past couple weeks, sorry, not past month, but the past couple weeks, I've been finding myself scrolling a lot on social media and I don't normally scroll. So I caught, I caught myself and I asked myself, okay, why are you scrolling? Well, you're looking for something. What are you looking for? Clearly some answers that you need to be applying in your business life because your personal life is on point. You know, this is like me pep talking myself. So when I wrote down on my first quote board, remember your why, yeah, why, why do I have an online business, right? Like, why am I doing this? And I realized it's because I'm trying to help a woman not get to any negative place that I've ever been at or to how to help them avoid to get to those negative places, whether it's mindset wise, whether it's, you know, their nutrition, whether it's their fitness, because I am, you know, the fitness and the lifestyle expert. So I'm trying to remind myself what my why is in terms of why I've created this business. And when I've been scrolling through, I've been actually scrolling through like coaches profiles. It's like, I'm looking for something more different. I want to say to, to tell my clients and my future clients. So when I've caught myself in this comparison mode, it was making me not focus on what my why was. It was making me focus on what the other person is doing. But like, honestly, what does it matter what that other coach is doing? Because at the end of the day, even if they do similar things that I do, we're com two completely different people. So we're going to have very different results um, for what our clients are getting. So when I wrote, remember your why it's with the intention to not compare myself to her as in somebody else that may seem like they have, you know, a more comfortable life, a better life, you know, a better body. Even I know I'm a fitness and lifestyle expert, but there are, there, th that's been a big part of my life and a big block that I've been going through, especially my bodybuilding days, um, where I've been comparing my body to another person's body and I've been a lot better. So now this quote, for me specifically is more about, um, the content that I'm creating, like don't compare myself to other coaches, but I think it's also a beautiful lesson to remind yourself, don't compare your body to somebody else's body. And just by me reminding myself of my why it immediately retapped me into focusing on this result that I'm trying to provide all of all of the women that are in the fit and free environment. So yeah, these past couple of weeks, it was me kind of getting stuck in my own, in my own mind, just because I haven't been focusing on my business. And like I said earlier, it's not a bad thing. That's just kind of where I'm at and yeah, just reshifting, refocusing. So that's why I said, it feels like a lot, but not really. <laughs> well, I, I agree with you. I think it is a lot because I know everybody listening can put themselves in your shoes and can imagine how, how much this is over five days. Right. And it sounds like you went through a breakthrough, which is amazing because you're realizing, okay, what do I need to do to move forward? What do I need to do to change? Because I'm experiencing a lot of these negative thoughts and negative emotion emotions, which is important because you just said you want to help women to either not experience what you've experienced or to just provide that space for them in how they can move forward away if they've already experienced it. Right. And you were talking about 
how you used to be in a place where you compared, you know, that person's body is better than my body. And now you're in a space of that person's content, that person's mindset, the way that person is showing up in the world is better than the way that I am. And we can all, I mean, we talked about comparison a couple of weeks ago, right? So we can all put ourselves in this idea of comparison, but we all need to remember that everybody is different. Every body is different, which I know we've shared an episode about as well. And every story is different. And as you, and as a coach, people are wanting to purchase from you. People are wanting to learn from you. People are wanting to be in your power because of you and your story. That's why they're connecting to you. And I think a lot of us, when we're on social media, whether we're coaches, mentors, an entrepreneur or not, like those of you guys that are listening, you might not be in this space of coaching other people. You might just be on your personal growth journey, right? But the key is, is as you said, Ange, if we're scrolling social media, asking yourself, what am I looking for? I'm looking for answers. And typically those answers that you're looking for are how can I live my life better? Right. And so you're looking at all these other people that maybe they're inspiring you. Maybe you're comparing yourself. So it's not good inspiration. Maybe it's, oh, her life is so much better. What is she doing in her life for it to be so much better than me? Right. We're looking for those answers. And what we need to do is we need to take that information. So, so for sure, scroll on social media, you know, take a look. And then disconnect, right? It's kind of like what we were talking about when we spoke about comparison. Like it's okay to compare as long as you stop at some point, like you don't let it overwhelm you and you bring yourself back to this space. Okay, what are the answers that I received, right? That person who it seems like her life is better than mine or she's showing up on social media better than me or her body looks better than me, right? What? Like, I don't know her full story, so I don't know the difficulties she's moved through, but what does it seem like she's doing or has or feeling that I desire, right? That feeling is key. It seems like she's happy. It seems like her life is filled with freedom. Okay, great. That's what I'm desiring. Now that I know that, what can I create in my life to achieve that? So for you, Ange, looking at all these coaches and you're saying, oh my gosh, their content is better than me. They have really engaging and a really engaging audience. Look at the community that she's creating. I want to have that sense of community. I want to feel that I am showing up for the women that I desire to show up for. Okay, great. Now that I have the answer of what I'm looking for, what can I do in my life to create it? And for every single one of us, like for Ange and your story and what you're moving through and the other examples that I gave and for myself, I know um, what ends up happening is we get the answer, we figure out what we need to do, and then we don't do the work to do it. And then we get stuck in that scrolling and we say, I want that. I want that. I want that. Okay, well then work for it right? That's what we need to remind ourselves. It's not just about desiring it and saying, oh, I'm manifesting it. I'm putting it up there. I want it, right? Like we have to take action. And that's something that I've been working really hard on in my life as well. I love how you put that. And because as you said, like I'm looking for an- or looking for answers, you know, when you're scrolling through and that just made me think it's like, well, yeah, looking for answers, which 
the answer is you already know it's retapping into your why. When you retap into your why, you'll find those answers. You already have the answers. So you're looking for somebody else's answers, which is funny because it's like a little epiphany I'm hearing. And it's, and it's so true, right? Like if I'm retapping into why I've started this online business, it's going to be much easier for me to show up for my clients because I'm showing up for, for her, for them. I'm showing up so that they can receive the guidance and the support that I desire to provide through my community. So I, I love how you were able to word that because it definitely helped me kind of reshift my focus. And I do believe that this can help anybody reshift their focus, right? If they're feeling a little bit off-centered, a little bit off-kiltered, like something's up, I want to say, like something feels off. Well, that's because you're not living in alignment. And I know we can talk about human design, but it's also just understanding what feels right versus what feels wrong. And if you're doing things that are quote unquote wrong, like scrolling, continuously looking for who knows what, well, stop, refocus, ask yourself, what do you want? And start working towards that and put your focus on applying yourself to the thing that you desire or the things that you desire, right? Because if you're constantly scrolling and, and looking through, um, like everybody else's life, you're never going to get what that other person has because you're constantly comparing yourself and you're constantly stuck in this awful, awful negative cycle, right? So kind of taking a moment to step back and re-tap into your why, I think will definitely help people just in general move through that, that out of alignment feeling that they're getting right at the moment. Yeah, I think that's great. And the fact that you said the answers are always within you, that's super important important for all of us to remember because we all, especially as women, we are intuitive. Like I know when we spoke about human design, you know, there's certain people that have their intuition open or closed, but as women, we, we do have this sense of uh, intuition that is a little bit stronger and, and this innate knowing, right? There's just this knowing within us of what's right for us and what's wrong. And what ends up happening is we listen to a lot of those societal norms or you know, last week in the episode, we talked about pressure, right? And we talked about societal pressure, family pressure, uh, peer pressure, and that ends up swaying us and taking us away from the answers that are within us. So then we go to social media and we start scrolling. But when you take a step back, exactly as you're saying, Angie, you re-tap into your why, you then open yourself up to really uncovering the answers of what you desire, right? And then you can start taking the action towards them. I do think that it's also really important to point out that whatever your why is and whatever you choose that you are working towards in whatever aspect of your life, it's, if it's professional, if it's personal, if it's in your relationships, if it's you know, travel, it doesn't matter, whatever it is that you're working towards. And you know, you find yourself scrolling on social media um, because you're not sure of the answer. And then you figure out that answer, you retap into your why and you say, okay, I'm going to work towards that before you start doing that, before you start working towards it, ask yourself, where am I putting my emotions, right? Because if you're saying to yourself, ah, I want that travel, I want that adventure, I want that relationship, I want that profession, I want that lifestyle. Once I achieve it, then I'll be happy. You're doing it wrong, right? Right? You can't, and it's important to dream for the future and to work towards those dreams and to be and to know that those dreams are going to let you be excited and proud of yourself and feel successful. But you need to also live in the present. 
You need to create what you are designed to experience right now as you're working towards that, right? So allow your why and, and, and the actions you take in your why to fill you with what you're desiring to fill. So for you, Ange, you know, you're desiring to show up more for your community to really build this sense of engaging community and show up for these women and teach them how to create this uh, free lifestyle in, in fitness and in mindset. And if you, and I know you're not this way, but just as an example, if you were to put the feeling of success on every single woman gaining the results, you're creating an imbalance with your life, right? You can't put your emotions on somebody else's results. You need to put your emotions on, I'm happy, I'm joyful, I am feeling successful because I am showing up actively right now and helping women, right? Oh, absolutely. And it's funny you say that because I did have that thought earlier on in the year. Some of my clients, they weren't showing up. They weren't doing the work themselves. And I was putting my own feeling of success based on their results. And I had to remind myself through my coach. And then of course me journaling through this on my own is that my level of success is not dependent on somebody else's level of success, right? Which in, in my position their level of success is them achieving their own goals. So if they don't achieve their goals, therefore me as the trainer and the coach, I'm unworthy. But it's, it's silly, you know, hearing it because that's not true. I'm giving the right information. I'm providing everything that I know will help this woman move through it. But if she doesn't apply herself and doesn't do the work, then absolutely she's not going to be getting the results that she desires. So I love that you brought that in because I, I think that is very important to, to keep in, in light of, like to remind yourself if you ever do get into that feeling, like maybe you're in a position where you're not an entrepreneur, but you work at your job, right? And you're, you're telling all your coworkers or you're, you're telling the clients like how to, to do whatever they need to do to get the results. And they come back angry and upset with you. And then they make you feel small because they didn't get the results they desired because they didn't do in the work, but then they're trying to point the blame on you. So if you're doing your own inner work, making sure that what you are providing is enough, that you are enough, you are worthy as is, then when they come back angry to you, it's not going to hurt you to that level because you already know that you are worthy. It just might be that they're not at a good place to receive the answers that you are giving them. So I think that's a, a beautiful reminder to, um, to just help us move through life. I want to say. Yeah. And I love how you brought that in, you know, like having somebody else being angry and it end up making you feel less than because of how they're feeling that they're not receiving something from you. Right. And this really brings me into the space that I've been moving through a lot lately in, in reflection. So I've had some fears that have popped up in my life and I've been reflecting on where these fears have impacted me and areas of my life that, yeah, they've just popped up. And for me, the two main ones are fear of judgment and fear of rejection. And what you just described to me right away is like fear of, uh, fear of judgment, right? Mm -hmm. That person coming back and saying, oh, the answers you gave me, I didn't like that, blah, 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 blah. 
that's them judging you and how you showed up. And then if you put your idea of success on how they receive from you, then you're allowing their judgment to make you feel less than, right? And so for a long time- your fears. Sorry to interrupt, but that was where I yes, was like, whoa. <laughs> exactly. And, and you're letting your fears control you. Like for me in my journey, I was a people pleaser. I still am a people pleaser, but now I have boundaries with that. But for me, I wanted to help everyone else reach their dreams and to create a life that made them happy. And I wanted to make them happy. And I realized that if I shared opinions and if I shared thoughts that were my own, there was a good chance that someone wasn't going to agree with them and they were going to judge me and I would feel hurt by that. So what did I end up doing? I didn't share. I didn't share my opinions and I didn't share my thoughts. And I mean, really, ultimately, all of that led to my mental breakdown because I wasn't showing up for myself. I wasn't creating a life for myself. I was creating blocks and reasons and excuses as to why I didn't want to create a life for myself. And instead, I said, well, I'm happy helping them reach their dreams. I'm happy making sure that they're happy which is the exact same thing. I put my happiness on them being happy, which is crazy. Like why, why should my emotions result on them reaching a most specific emotions? Right? So it takes a lot of work to really break down those fears of judgments. I think the first step is just that breakthrough point of recognizing that it is popping up in your life. And then moving forward, you can kind of make those points of, whoa, how am I acting? Is fear of judgment coming forward? I don't know, like, how should I move forward? And, and it's really funny that I'm bringing this up because I was actually thinking about this this morning and I was reflecting back uh, three years ago when I left my job, like after my mental breakdown and, and everything that I went through. And so like, I was just not in a good place at that time. And somebody said to me, this is going to ruin your reputation wow. and already being in a space of fear of judgment and fear of rejection and already being in a space of my entire life, pleasing other people. And finally, finally, I did one thing, one thing to please myself. And it wasn't to please myself. It was to honestly save myself. I left that entire life to save myself because if I had it continued, I would have been a shell of a person and I would have been way more depressed than I've ever experienced in my life. Right? Like, so this person saying, this is going to ruin your reputation to me in that moment, it actually didn't hurt as, as it, it did hurt, but not as bad as it would have because I was already in my power and I had already decided my self-care matters and I need to take care of myself. And so this person saying that, it made me think to myself, you know what? If it ruins my reputation in somebody else's eyes and they think that I'm a less, lesser of a person because I'm caring for my needs, that's okay. Yeah. Right? Because I know I'm doing what's necessary. And I think that's the point of stepping away from fear of judgment and fear of rejection is getting to the point of realizing that their opinions, their thoughts, their words, their actions, they don't actually define you. Right. 
it's being able to differentiate yourself from that other person's judgment opinions and how they perceive you, right? Because if they see you for all of your flaws, I want to say, then that's all that they see you for. They don't see you. They will, they will, it will be possible. Sorry. It will not be possible for them to see you as a worthy person, right? So they're going to find words that will try to break you down. And I love that you said, well, I was already in my power when you made that decision, because I think through this entire podcast and our entire friendship, I don't think I actually knew that when you said I was in my power when I made the decision to leave. I think that is so beautiful because I thought you were doing that while you are still being scared, but you already own into yourself. You've made that decision with yourself that my self-care matters. So this is what I'm going to do to make sure that my self-care comes first. And, and I don't think I, I actually knew that or maybe fully, I guess, understood it. So I love that you brought that to light because I think that's a, a beautiful lesson that anybody can bring forward in their life, right? If you right. realize something that you care so deeply about, if that's your self-care, if that's your own worthiness, if that is your mental mindset, like whatever it is, if you end up choosing that that matters, then at the end of the day, no matter what, what Joe Blow was trying to tell you, it's, it's not going to matter because it's not going to break you down. You've already made that promise to yourself that this is important to me in my life. And without making that promise to yourself, I think it will be that much harder to get towards, you know, working towards your desires, putting in that work. It's, it, it's, it's, I feel like that's the first step, right? It's like owning in on what you really, really want and then believing that it is okay. It is okay to have somebody have a different opinion than you. It is okay for somebody to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. If you don't sit with that okay feeling with yourself well, of course you're going to feel out of alignment for whoever knows how long, probably until you actually own into, into that true desire. So yeah, that's. Yeah. And I think that's really important to know that like, like, yeah, I, when I made that decision, that was me stepping into my power. Mm-hmm. And since that point in my life, almost three years ago, I've constantly stepped more and more in my power, right? Like it's almost like being in your power is a scale Like I like to think of it as, yeah, like the scale that depending on the decisions you're making and how you're showing up in your life, you can be like fully in your power or you can be fully in your power with some people and in other situations, you're not in your power, right? Because when you allow somebody else to influence the way that you're showing up in the world, that's you choosing to give your power away. And that's what I did, right? Because I wasn't standing strong in my opinions, in my thoughts and in my decisions. I allowed other people's thoughts, opinions, and decisions to influence how I chose to live my life. And Sometimes that's okay, right? Because it's about gaining different perspectives and then making the decision, is this the best thing for me? But I wasn't doing that. It's not like I was gaining perspectives and saying, is this the best decision for me? It was these opinions were coming at me and I was saying, okay, well, if I don't agree with them, then what? Like I was afraid of what would happen if I didn't agree with them. So I don't, and I don't want to say that I was forced because I wasn't, um, because of free will. Like it was my choice to agree with those opinions. Right. So by no means did anyone force me to do anything, but they definitely did influence me. And 
I was so scared of what would happen if I didn't agree with them. So then I just did. And that was me giving my power away. And so when I had my mental breakdown, I was actually talking to my mom about this the other day. Um, the reason why I stepped into my power was not because all of a sudden I said, uh, oh, I don't have power. I need to make a change. It was because I was at a breaking point in my life and I didn't have a laundry list of options. I mean, I did, of course I did. There was a laundry list of options, but none of the options were the right option. Except it's like they one. weren't your, your options, right? They were just options. No, and like I talked to my mom on the phone for like three hours that day and she kept like, she was fully supportive. Like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? Oh, what about this? And everything I was just like, no, I can't do that. No, can't do that. No, like everything just felt so wrong. She hung up the phone. Like we got off, we were like, okay, let's just like, you know, take some time, think about this. She was with my aunt. And so when she got off the phone, my aunt had suggested something to her and she called me back and she said, Hey, what about this? And in that moment that she said that, like, I feel it right now, like a weight was lifted off of me. And it was like, oh my God, I can do that. I can make that decision. And I think I knew that that was the only decision, but I couldn't come to it on my own. Like I needed, she gave me this support system through the change. Like she, I've said it before, she was my guiding light when I was surrounded by darkness. And I needed that to know that I could step into that option. And so, yes, it was stepping into my power because it was the only option where I put myself first 100%. All the other options, I would have put myself first 75%, 80%, 60%. And at that point in my life, that wouldn't have done it because I'd never put myself first. I'd never come first. I was always less than 50%. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was, it, I always, since my mental breakdown, I always wondered like, was that my soul path? Like, was I supposed, was that supposed to happen? Like, was I not receiving the signs? Was I not learning the lessons? Like, could I have had an easier life if I had just learned the lessons before? And yeah, for sure. But we can't change our past. Right. So for me, what I constantly remind myself of is, yes, that was my path. I had to have that happen for me to actually learn the power of the lesson of putting yourself first. I had to experience that to learn the lesson of boundaries, right? So it's like that person who uh, said, oh, this is going to ruin your reputation. Those kinds of people who always benefit from your people pleasing ways they're gonna say anything and do anything in hopes that you come back to that people pleasing way right in hopes that oh if I and and it's very subconscious it's not like this person was like oh I'm gonna say this so Sydney comes back right it was a very subconscious egotistical uh, reaction because they all of a sudden were losing the benefit that they had gained for so long. And Which was you giving them. Exactly. It was me giving, giving all my energy, all my time and not giving to myself. And so me finally saying like, oh, that's okay. 
Like if it ruins my reputation, that's okay. Yeah. Right? It was me standing my ground with my boundary of no, I made a decision. I stepped into my power and I'm not turning back. So I don't know. It's just, it's crazy to think about. And I'm, it's crazy to think how far I've come, but I just think that that's really, um, yeah, I just felt called to share that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's a, a beautiful lesson in itself right there, right? Like you can't change your past, but you can learn the lessons from your past, right? So if there was ever a negative portion in your life, and I'm, I'm generalizing this here, but if there ever was a negative time in your life where you start asking yourself, oh, I could have done it this way. I, you know, I could have changed this. Like, oh, you know, if I would have done this, the, the coulds, the ifs, the like, the what ifs, remove that, remove that from your language and ask yourself, okay, what did I learn from this? Because if this were ever to happen again in my life, what will I do differently? Right? It's not what if, or what could I have done differently? It's what will I do differently? So don't think in the past, think, sorry, reflect on the past, but think for the future because right now you're living in the now there's no way. Well, unless you know, there's a teleporting machine that I haven't, you know, heard of yet, <laughs> bring us to our past to change it. There's absolutely zero way. So when you dwell on the past, instead of reflecting on the past, that can also cause you to be at this standstill where going back to our original topic is where you're now looking for all of these answers. So if there is ever something triggering in your life that you're catching yourself, have these bad behaviors, well, ask yourself, okay, what do I need to reflect on in order to change for the future? Because we, we already have established that we cannot change our past. We can't dwell on it, but we can learn from it. So that's probably why you needed to share that story is to just remind us to reflect on our past and again, to, to learn from it and move forward. So I think that that's really important because I know we've talked, I, I know you and I have talked about this. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but it's the idea of, I feel like this is happening to me, mm. right? So I maybe was at one point in my mental, uh, uh, reflecting on my mental breakdown and said, why did this happen to me? And now what we're saying is when we reflect on it, we need to ask ourselves, how can this be for me? Right? How can this be for me? What will I do differently? Something that I talk to all of my clients about is when you're reflecting on the past and you have past judgment, past blame, past guilt on how you behaved then, you need to remind yourself that you were doing the best that you could with what you knew then. Mm -hmm. Now you know better so you can be better. I love that. Right. Which is exactly what you're saying. Take the lessons and move forward. Don't look back on the past and say, I could have, I should have, right. You can't change the past and really you're just wasting the present. I was going to say you're wasting time and that's exactly right? it. You're wasting your present moment on this earth where you could just be actively, you know, tapping into your why starting to work towards your desires rather than sitting here dwelling and feeling sorry for yourself and playing the victim card. And, you know, I could have, I should have like, no, yeah. no, Which, get rid of that. Exactly. And I love that. That's what we've come to because that's something that I was re, uh, what's the word I was revisiting. Yeah, I guess revisiting that, uh, on my weekend trip. So this past weekend, or I guess by the time you guys listened to it two weekends ago, 
by the time you're listening to this episode, um, I went three days into the back country in Banff National Park for a, a backcountry hiking trip with some family members and friends. And on this trip, I, I, I realized while I was hiking, I was in this meditative trance and it was raining and it was windy and past me would have been thinking, when are we going to be at the site? Mm. When are we going to have the tarp set up? When is the rain going to end? When are we going to get there? How far have we gone? How much further is there left? How much time is there left? How much longer am I going to be hiking for? When am I going to be there? Right. And, and not, not to say that it was in a negative, when am I going to be there? But that's where my mind would have gone, right? This constant flow of thoughts, mm -hmm. just filling that space because there's, there's nothing else going on in there right now. And I've been working extremely hard on my uh, mental strength and my ability to just be with nothing flowing in my mind. And it's through guided meditations that has helped me to strengthen my mind and recognize when I have a thought coming through that I actually don't want to listen to, how can I get to a thought that I do want to listen to, right? So I think it's really important to realize that you do have power over your mind, but you need to, it's a muscle. You need to strengthen it. You need to practice it. And so what I ended up doing because I was in this meditative trance is I was just stepping one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And I shared this in my free community the other day during a live. And I was so at peace and it was raining and it was windy and it was cold and my shoulders were sore from carrying my pack. My hips were sore. My legs were sore. Mm -hmm. um, but I wasn't even thinking about any of that because I was watching the person who was walking in front of me take their step and I was placing my feet where their feet had just moved. And I just stepped, step, step, step. And it was, it, it, I got to this moment where I think like a couple hours had passed and I realized, whoa, I'm meditating right now. Wow. I'm in this meditative trance. Nothing is going on in my mind because I'm just present. And I'm focusing on my steps. I'm watching the flowers pass me by as I'm walking. Every once in a while, I look up at the tree. Every once in a while, I'll feel a raindrop on my face, right? But my mind isn't at, when are we going to be there? How much longer is there left to go? And then what are we going to do tomorrow? Are we going to be able to find dry wood to have a fire? And I think it's really important for us to create these spaces for ourselves where we can just be, we can just focus on one step in front of the other, in front of the other, right? Whatever it is that you're doing, you might not be walking, you might be building a business, right? You might be working on a project for school or for work. You might be working through a really difficult time in your relationship and you're wanting to push through and both parties are wanting to push through, but there's challenges that you're needing to move through. In these times, you need to strengthen your mind to be able to get to that space of trusting that one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, right? Unless you win the lottery, you're not just all of a sudden going to be a millionaire, 
right? And even if you do win the lottery, you're not just going to all of a sudden be a millionaire because you have to go and buy lottery tickets, right? But for everyone else, you're building a business, you're building a career, you're saving money, you're being smart with your expenses, you're, you're budgeting, right? And everything takes one step at a time, but it's when our thoughts go wild that we overthink things, we overcomplicate things, we cause more stress and anxiety, and it makes things a lot harder for us to just be in the present. Whereas when we work on strengthening our mind, we can create these meditative trances for ourselves where we're just here in the moment, taking one step at a time. That is just so beautiful. And I think that really is the answer on how can you focus on the, on the present without thinking of the past or the future. And similar to how I said earlier, you know, dwelling on the past, thinking about the, the you know, I could have, I should, what if, it's, it's not helping you be present on the, uh, will be present. And the same thing is if you're thinking about the future, right? Like your questions, like, when am I going to get to base camp? When am I going to be able to sleep? When are we going to stop walking? When are we going to eat? Like asking yourself all of these questions about something that hasn't even happened yet. Like you're miles away from your destination. You're miles away from the campsite. So what does it matter? You know that you're going to get to the campsite. So why does it matter? Why do you need to know how long it's going to take for you to get there? Right? So, and it's, and it's so true because I came up with this, this thought that thinking about the future is like dwelling about the past. If there's no way that you can be present, if you are thinking of the past and if you are worrying about the future. So when you're in that present moment in time, the question is, well, how can you become in that present moment in time? And you, you literally just said it, Sid, you need to work on strengthening your mind because your mind is to build, your mind is trying to show you that all it takes is to put one foot in front of the other, take one step at a time. It doesn't matter if you're taking one step to the left, one step to the right, because that's you stopping and sniffing the flowers. That's you stopping and taking a picture. Does that mean that you're not going to get to your campsite to go to sleep, to go to eat, and then to wake up to continue on your hike? No, it just means that you're now focused on sniffing the flowers and taking a picture from your hike, right? So and in a matter of applying this to our everyday life, and I say our as, as myself and the listeners listening, of course, is what are we doing right now that is causing us to dwell on the past and to worry about the future? And if you can pinpoint that right now, I think that is a perfect journal prompt for you to, even for me, to uncover what it is that I'm constantly thinking about. Is it the future or is it the past? Maybe we have no idea where to start. Ask yourself, what am I thinking about in the past on what could have been right? First thought that comes to your mind, that's exactly what you're thinking about in your subconscious mind. That's what's preventing you from focusing on the future. Then get now fast forward here to the future. Well, what are you constantly worried about in the future that hasn't even happened yet? Okay, well, that's the first thing that's on your mind. So how can you stop that train of thought to worry about the future and kind of reshift, refocus to just focus on the present, right? So strengthening your mind. I, I love that Sydney. That's such an amazing and beautiful epiphany that you received, right? And it's all by you just placing your footsteps in or behind, sorry, the person that you were following, you know, Mm -hmm. just step, 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 because that's what it is. That's what you need to set your focus on is not how sore your legs are, 
but it's a matter of just putting one foot in front of the other. And maybe it's nothing, whatever's going on in your life is not physical. Maybe you're having an, a, like a standstill in your own mind that you feel like you can't take a step forward, like without a physical matter. Well, the same journal prompts of asking yourself what you're dwelling on about the past and the future is also going to help you help you. It's, it's going to help you remind yourself what to focus on right now. What is present in your life? Who loves you? Who do you love? Where, what do you want to do right now? Where do you want to go right now? Right? It's not thinking about, Oh, I wish I could do that. Okay. Well, what can you do right now? I can go outside yeah. for a walk and go around the, I can go around the block, put one foot in front of the other. There's what that's, there's the physical physicality of it. Yeah. Right. I think that that's really important that you bring that up because as you were saying earlier in regards to my trip, like, you know, you're going to get to the destination and maybe in some instances in our, in, in our lives, we don't know what the destination is. And this is what calls for trust. We just need to trust that we will get to the destination and we will know what the destination is when we're supposed to know. But when we're worried on the how we don't actually take these steps right? And so it's bringing yourself back exactly as you're saying, what can I do right now? And as you said earlier, why is this important? What is my why? And focusing on those two questions, what can I do right now? And my why, that's going to help you um, figure out the first step, right? You don't need to know all the steps. And that's what we do when we get stuck in the how is we want the guidebook to life, right? But what I remembered on my trip is sometimes I'd be walking and I'd notice that the person in front of me would veer to the left and I trusted my gut and I felt called to veer to the right. Mm. And, and there's no signs and we would connect back at the same trail. And really what ended up happening is just because it was super wet and it's a horse trail, it was super muddy. So we were like avoiding the main trail to not get our boots completely soaking wet. Right. But bringing that back into our lives, you know, when you're focusing on just one step at a time and you come to a fork in the trail, you then trust your gut. You're not in this space of how, okay, well, if I take the left trail, where is it going to take me? How many steps am I going to have to take that way? Is it better if I go to the right trail, right? Just get to the fork, feel what feels right and know that whatever path you take, it is going to take you to the destination. And then sometimes you'll get to a fork on the road where there is a sign mm -hmm. and you'll have two options. Don't stay stuck. Which one should I take back and forth? Which one? Just go with your gut and take the first step and then come back to that space of trust. I will reach the right destination for me in whatever that destinate destination is meant to be. And that really comes back to the strengthening of the mind because when we see these forks in the trail and we overanalyze, we have analysis paralysis, right? Kind of like what you experienced with the constant scrolling and comparison right? Am I doing the right thing? It looks like this person's doing this. Oh, that person's doing that. Oh, and this person's doing this. Which one should I do? Which one is right for me? And when you're in that space, you can't feel, even if you're asking yourself, which one feels right for me, you have so much in front of you, so much going on in your mind that you're not connected to your body. You're not connected to your heart and soul. So your mind is going to overpower. And once the thoughts are just turning, the thoughts are just going to keep turning because the mind's like, awesome. I'm in control. Let's just keep confusing this bitch. 
Literally. (laughs) Seriously. And so by strengthening your mind and being able to create peace and silence in your mind, you get to this space where you reconnect to your body, your heart, and your soul. And then you can say, what feels right? Or how can this be for me? Or what is my why? Or what step am I taking now? You ask yourself the right questions from a heart-centered space rather from your mind trying to analyze the answers. I love it. It's really so many lessons to reshift your focus on the present. That's really the bottom line of everything that we're talking about, right? It's, it's how can we, well, I know we don't want to get stuck on the how, but it's, it's a question of how can we refocus our attention to the present? Because we already know why, you know, we're constantly dwelling about the past. We're constantly worrying about the future. So, or, or what, what can I do to reshift my focus on the present? There you go. So, so many key pointers that we, uh, that we listed there. So if you would love to re-listen to this episode, to grab a piece of paper, if you guys are already in the car or on the move, I would highly recommend you restart this episode because there is just so much valuable tidbit. So with that, I kind of want to shift gears here for a sec, Sid, because I know we did talk about some of your lessons learned during the, or sorry, during your hiking trip. And of course we started off the conversation with, well, what's going on in, in your life, Ange? And I'd love to know from you kind of outside of your trip. I know that's what you were generally doing the past three days, but has there anything, has there been anything on your mind or something that maybe you haven't released yet or something that you were I don't know, maybe planning on doing? Yeah, I um, lately I've been working really hard on my business. And it's funny because I've been going through a lot of awakenings myself. As you guys can tell, just from this three-day trip, like I had a lot of, and these are all lessons I've learned previously, but they, they, they come back to us to relearn and make sure that we are following them in their lives. So I'd say over the past month, like all of July, I've just been learning a lot and opening myself up to where I'm blocking myself. Because I think in life, when we're reaching for our dreams and we're trying to create the desires that we wish to live on a daily basis, if we're not living them, it's because, and we're not achieving them, it's because we're blocking ourselves in some way or another. And so I've really been digging deep to figure out where my blocks are. I mentioned fear of rejection. That's a block that I have heavily been working through and pushing myself through. And I'm really in all of that, just showing up more and more and trying to create a sense of community uh, for my audience and for my clients because I mean in this episode I shared quite a bit about my mental breakdown and that darkness that I felt and I know that people feel that and I know that people get in stuck in this space of feeling like life is happening to them and they're stuck and they have these dreams and desires but they're worrying about right? The future. When am I going to achieve them? How is it going to happen? And so what I've been doing a lot lately is trying to figure out how can I show up for these people? And then with that, cause I'm doing that work and I'm not, I'm not waiting for the answer. I'm figuring out the answer myself. Okay. What can I do today to show up for these people 
to offer them some, some tips to help them through this moment. So that's what I've been doing a lot of. And it is just making my heart sing because I know that's what I would have wanted um, in that stage of my life. You know, what can I do right now? And I figured out a lot of it on my own. Um, so I'm trying to show up in a way that can make everyone's lives a little bit easier um, in order to connect back to and create the life of their desires. And so with that, I'm, I am working on something. I'm working on a program that I'm hoping to launch by the end of August. Um, I'm so excited for it. And it's, it's basically, it's going to help people go from exhausted to energized. And that's the name of the program, exhausted to energized. Um, and so I'm really excited to be working on that and creating that for so many different people. Um, and something that I just worked through, like, since I got back from my trip, I think I worked through it yesterday as we're recording this is my mindset around work and money because I have this desire to have a sense of freedom, kind of like you and what you're teaching your clients. I have this desire to be free while I'm also working and helping people and showing up. And I would love to work four hour day max and still be creating this beautiful intuitive business that that is full of creativity and I take action off my intuition but I was blocking myself because I have this belief that was passed down from my dad and probably his dad and probably his family right it passed down generation to generation and this belief is that in order to make money in order to be successful you need to work more right? And you need to work more. And if you want more money, you have to work harder and you have to work more, right? This idea of hustle. And then what ended up happening is my dad experienced a heart attack. And to me, that's creating the belief of if I want more money, I have to work my butt off like 12 hour days and including the commute to work. And ultimately it's going to lead to health issues and lifestyle issues, right? So this is a belief that I had within me and I'm realizing, oh, that belief is blocking me from creating this free life that I desire where I'm helping women and men and, and I'm making money, but I, that's the byproduct. The, making the money is the byproduct for me. Really, it's just helping women and men and showing up and teaching them that they can create a life of their dreams right now. And I was self-sabotaging myself a lot in the past few months um, because I would be create, my creativity would go and I would create like create a program. And then I would all of a sudden stop and I wouldn't launch it because I had this fear of, well, I don't want to work like insane amounts of hours. Right. I don't want to be pushing myself into the ground, promoting this because I believe that I had to in order to be successful. So I'm rewriting those beliefs within me right now. And I'm so happy that I've had this breakthrough and I've been able to push through it um, because I believe that we can create the life that we desire, however it looks. And it can be completely different than every other person you've ever seen be successful. Like I fully believe that I can work four hours a day and have a million dollar business. Like I believe that that's possible. I'm here and for it. I love it. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm doing the work to support myself in that. And, um, yeah, it's just, 
I mean, it's hard going through these breakthroughs and like diving into these lessons and finding these blocks. It takes work, which is everything that I've been sharing today. We have to be willing to do the work. And finally, I'm at a place where I'm saying, no, I'm doing the work. So. Yeah. And I love it. And you, you really, I don't, I don't know if you're going to have to, when you re-listen to this, it'll maybe click for you, but I, I felt some clicks as you were speaking. And I don't even know if you've had these clicks for yourself, but you said you were working on your money mindset for so long because it was passed down from your dad and generation and generation, right? This hustle concept. And you sat there and you said, well, I believe it's possible for me to be a millionaire by only working four hours a day. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that and you're actively working towards that, if it feels like you're working, you know, hours on end to create this program, remind yourself, well, how often have I been working on this program? Like big picture, not that very long. Maybe it was actually only like two hours a day. It felt like a lot, but it's because you were just so excited and so in, in, in your, you were such in your creative headspace that it felt like it was work because you were just doing a lot, but that isn't necessarily the hustle. That's just you creating this byproduct, which is money by doing something that you love, love, love to do. So I think that that is just so beautiful the way that you, you kind of were working through your own blocks and you showing up and saying, well, I do believe this. And I think that's so important for all of our listeners to, to hear as well, is that if you desire something in your life, well, what do you believe is possible? Because there has to be a certain question or a certain maybe belief that you do need to believe in that it is possible. Because if you are here sitting here, well, maybe it is like, I'm not really sure if I could reach that. Then anything that you do in life, you are going to do things to prove to you as in your mind that you can't do it. And you sitting here, Sydney, and explaining, well, how, or what do you need to do to get there rather than figuring out the how it's, well, what can I do right now to help me create this desirable life? It's that's you putting in the actual steps because you believe it is possible. And yeah, I think that's just such a beautiful lesson learned. And I think, um, it might actually be a good time to bring in some more guidance because we did give so many good, um, tips and tricks and, and things. Like I said, if you're needing to re-listen to this, make sure you have a pen and paper near you, um, to jot down all the amazing tidbits. Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, it was full this one for sure, which I, I, I love about every episode because we're really sharing, you know, what we're going through in our own personal journey. And then we're able to reflect it into the lessons that hopefully will, will help other people in their personal growth journeys, which is why we both got into the business that we do. And, why we created this podcast. So let us see what are we needing to know today, bringing forward some guidance and direction. We've got two cards that have come over. The first one is koala empathy, speak less and listen more. Koala empathy, speak less and listen more. Guys, this is like you're like telling you to stop thinking. Stop letting your mind run with thoughts. Listen to your heart. Listen to your body. Listen to your soul, right? Empathy is about emotion. It's not about the mental thoughts, right? It says listen more. That doesn't mean listen to the thoughts in your mind. It's saying speak less. So stop your mind. Listen to the emotions that you are feeling and allow them to guide you in the direction that you desire to move, 
right? Sometimes it's about listening to the negative emotions you feel and figuring out what do I need to do so I feel less of this, right? And then the next card that we're receiving is squirrel, preparation, get ready for big changes. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is so powerful. Get ready for big changes. This one, it says preparation. We've talked a lot about action, taking action, right? So the first card, speak less, listen more. Listen to your heart. Where are you being guided? And then take the action. And as you take action, one step at a time, it is moving you towards those big changes that you are desiring. Those were beautiful cards. And of course, I'm going to throw in my my take on them. When I first saw Koala, yes, I was thinking about the emotion, but I was actually thinking about like how you, well, I guess you did technically say it, um, like speak less as in your, in your mind, you know, stop worrying about the past because that's you telling your mind what you're worried about of the past or your future Mm -hmm. and listen more to, to what you want, right? Like your desires. It's that, that innate knowing inside of you. Right. So that was so amazing. And then when squirrel popped up preparation, get ready for, for big changes. I think that's just proof right there that it is possible to have everything that you desire, by you actively working for it and by listening more, right? Like speak less, stop telling yourself, stop giving yourself reasons why you can't do something and start actually listening to what you do want. So that way you can actively create it. Oh, so, so beautiful. Thank you, Sydney. I love it. You are so welcome. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I totally agree. So much goodness and insight and inspiration and wisdom and um, motivation in this episode. I really hope that you guys are able to take a lot away from it, if not at least one thing. We would love to hear your thoughts. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram. We love hearing when you guys have enjoyed specific episodes or what maybe you hit a breakthrough. Let us know. Send us a message. Send us an email. Let us know what is an aha moment for you from this episode. All of our details are in the description. If you guys want to tap further into our energy, we both have our own free communities that you can join. So that is always a welcoming space for you. We are so thankful to have you guys here listening to us, and we are so happy to be able to share with you. And we will talk to you guys on the next one. Bye.